Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. W-T-L It's time! W-T-L I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W-T-L And welcome to WTL, everybody. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Classic. Joined by Jabron. The par lay pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back. Yes, we are. And we had a pretty eventful, pretty fun past weekend. Wow, that was awesome. Wasn't that something? Oh, Bud Crawford, he just couldn't let it go <laughs> past seven and a half rounds. No, we were telling everybody taking him about mm. seven, but he took him out a round before. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, man. And that guy could not get up. So that it was awesome to be at the fight. Yeah. A lot of good energy there. But, yeah, uh, the bet didn't hit, but uh, yeah. it was so fun was watching it. Terrence. It was worth it. It was electric. And then Cyborg did her thing. Oh, yeah. That was something else as well. Yeah. So. A lot of fun, but hey, let's get into this week's slate. Let's do it. We're going to kick it off with a little Thursday night football. Yeah. The San Francisco 49ers are heading on over to Seattle. And that's going to be a 7:15 kickoff on Amazon Prime. Yep. 49ers. I think it's a little surprising to a lot of folks. Only a 3-point favorite. Yeah. The the whole thing Andy is that the Seahawks are at home and this is a division rival. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason that it's as close as it is, but I will say the emergence of Brock Purdy seems to be for real, Andy. It's one game. It, it it's a couple games now. The last pick in the uh 2020 Mr. draft, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. He's played well in Kyle Shanahan's system, not doing, you know, those mistakes that yeah. You know, a, a rookie quarterback typically does. Yeah. And this Seattle team has just been hanging on and, you know, just <laughs> getting worse and worse by the week. Yeah. Their defense continues to worsen, and San Francisco's right. defense is trending the other way. They're getting healthy. They're getting very, very, you know, sound on the defensive end. Okay. Shanahan's squad is an impressive 7-3 and three against the spread in its last 10 away games. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll on the other hand. Uh, on the other side, the team is only one and four in its last five games against the spread. Yeah, I really like the 49ers to win here. I think they beat them by more than a touchdown. So I'm taking that three and a half and running, or three and running. Up to this point, you're exactly right. This has been a tale of two seasons for Seattle for sure because they are six and seven overall against the spread. Mm-hmm. I think at one time weren't they like four and zero oh or they five, were five and five and zero oh, five but and one. That that was early in the season yeah. when everybody thought that they were you know they were not tr- very good. They were trash last year. Yes, and that's what the NFL does. So then they give you an easier schedule. Schedule. Exactly, and, and I thought Geno Smith was going to drop the ball, and you know, yeah, he, for th- sure. There's some film out on him now. Yeah, yeah, you, you exactly. Know, it's not That's that how easy. it goes in the NFL. They know how to game plan for him. They know mm-hmm. what he's doing. They know yep. what he's doing well. Not that he's going to be playing, you know, worse and everything, but they game plan for it. A lot of stuff isn't open for him. Take the Niners by three and a half. It's really lopsided. A lot of money's going on San Francisco. But if I did have a lean, it would be for San Francisco. Yeah. I'll just say that. And I'm looking at it at three right now on a lot of books. Yeah, I got you. Um, That over-under, 43. What are you thinking? I am thinking under on this, Andy. My final score prediction on this one is 24 to 17. Okay. So just not quite making it there, sitting at 41. I, I don't like the bet. 
but if I had to lean, I'd yeah, lean yeah. under. But I'm I'm running with that 49ers either money line or three points all all day. Okay, you know what? We're gonna agree. We're gonna start the show off all right. with a nice agreeing. Okay, yeah. all right. Our I've brother, got... our brother, the Niners fan, will, will like us talking about him. Good. Oh, uh, never mind. I'm, I'm... <laughs> all right. Let's let's uh, take a look at Friday. Some college yeah. basketball. Uh, Creighton has to travel out to Milwaukee, right? Yep. To place the yep. Golden Eagles of Marquette. That's on FS1, 7.30 Friday night tip. And, I mean, we're kind of predicting. It's a little bit out. But yeah. uh, we're predicting Creighton's probably going to be a dog here. Three yeah. points. I would say three, half, three and a half, four, four points, something like okay. that. Just because Creighton has lost they their last five games. And, and, it's, and, and it doesn't get any easier for them with no. Marquette being at 8-3 and three already this yeah. season, beating the likes of Baylor, North Dakota, and going toe-to-toe with yeah. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and They're a Big East school. And Creighton, everybody knew this, that you know when you're ranked 7th in the nation, you're going to have to run through it. You're going to get really, really tough opponents like Texas, like yep. Arizona, like, you know, uh, BYU and Arizona State, you know, yeah. people that they don't see a lot, but that's what's going to happen when you get that good. You're going to have to play good competition. They have to get this win, or it, it's just trending very, really down for the Blue Jays. And so you're thinking the Blue Jays are going to, you know, pull something out of their bag of tricks yeah, and, and cover here? I, you no, like them covered? I, I like them to win this game, so I'm okay. going to go money line for the Creighton Blue Jays. I think McDerm- that's a probably a solid bet there. That I really, really is. think that it's going to be a plus bet, and but I really think yeah. McDermott has something to prove here. He has to oh, just yeah. pull something out of his you know bag of tricks and say, okay, that's enough. We need to get a win yeah. here. We can't drop six in a row and, and still be considered a top tier team in the Big East. So they have to win this game. I think it's a must win. I know it's on the road, but I think they get back to what Creighton does well yeah. and get this win on Friday night. It's really hurting them that. Cockbrenner's out. They're a seven-footer. Yeah. It's really hurting them. And and even when they lost to Nebraska, yeah. and that seems like a century ago now. It does. Everyone was uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, you know what? You're going to drop one rivalry game, in-state, yep. all that stuff. Uh, now it's looking like more than a trend. Right? It, right? It, five, in a row, five in a row. Five in a row. Never thought we'd be at that point uh, with the Blue Jays. Nope. So I think he, he cooks something up here, gets him a good game plan, and you know takes Marquette down to the wire and, and gets him. All right. I'm on board with that as well. Let's do I, th- it. I think Creighton can pull off a victory. Go Jays. If nothing else, they're the more desperate team. Yeah. Hungry dog eats, right? Let's do is, it. Is that what they say? I think is that's that what a, those guys that's say. That's a saying. That's a saying. <laughs> it's a t shirt somewhere. Yep. All right. Hey, it's already bowl season. It, it is. is college football bowl yes, season. Yes, it is. And, you know, we wouldn't be a sports betting uh, show if we didn't talk about some bowls here for sure in not. the first segment. Yeah. The A Block. Yeah. The Cure Bowl. <laughs> Oh, good boy. All right. Okay. <laughs> University of Texas, San Antonio. They're yeah. a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Troy. That's a 2 o'clock kickoff Friday afternoon on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, Andy. Uh, Troy is the, the favorite to win this. Uh, UTSA will be looking to cap oh, yes. off its yeah. exciting season in its first bowl game victory in program history. Uh, on the other side, Troy is 5-3 five and eight, uh, five and three all-time across eight bowl game appearances. Uh, the Trojans have captured the Sun Belt first time since 2017. This is a classic a matchup, season. Andy, Great between season. a stellar offense, which is UTSA, against a dominant defense in this Troy team. Both teams are riding a 10-game winning streak as well. All of, I ultimately give the edge to Troy here. I just think they play better competition in the Sun Belt. I think they're a better okay. team overall. The Trojans are 
eight and three straight up in their last eleven games against a conference USA opponent, yeah. and will be playing closer to home. I got this final score of UTSA twenty seven, Troy thirty one. You know, it's going to be one of those any bowl games. Um, it could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and a lot of points could be scored here. I do think what you know what travels what travels uh, the best, and it's probably defense. Yeah, it's probably defense. Although that gives the roadrunners of UTSA a yeah. long time. <laughs> it does to game plan to put something together. Yep, and they they're both these teams as you mentioned magical seasons. Both are eleven and two. Uh, I just like how Troy is ten and three against the spread. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, and with this low spread, I think yeah. that it, it, yeah. I think it's a no brainer to yeah. take them. Uh, with this over under, Andy, um, fifty-five. I, it's it's at fifty-five. Um, it came out, I believe, at around 54, 54 and a half. So it is rising. Yeah. I think by the time this thing kicks off, it'll be up to fifty-six, fifty-six and a half. So oh, yeah. if you're on that over, which I would lean towards, um, I would get at it now because I think it's going to be a little bit um, higher as the week progresses here. So I I like Troy to cover. I think they're going to win and, you know, probably win by a field goal. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through a lot of books here, and it's already at 55 and a half on most. There you go. There you (laughs) go. So And and you got to smack the over. Real men bet the overs, right? That's another t-shirt. Real real men bet the overs. (sighs) And the Roadrunners on their own bull record are own three across three bulls. They just don't got what it takes for postseason football. History's on your go side. Go with Troy. History's go with on Troy. your side, Mr. Parlay Powder. There you go. <laughs> All right, before we look any further ahead, let's take a look back and go over some of our hits and misses. Yeah. We'll start with the bad news, and that is right out of the gate, 88 out the gate, Thursday night, Raiders, six-point favorite <laughs> over the Rams. We were both hammering the Raiders, saying this is a secure spot. The Rams don't even know who their quarterback's going right. to be. I think... Uh, they just got Baker Mayfield when we were recording. On Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah so they, a day before. They just got him there. Yes. So he had like one full day of practice. Yes. Before the game. Right. And he played the majority of the game. Came in When he came in, I'm like, oh, now I know my six points <laughs> is good. He came in the second drive. They had Wolford handed off three times, and then they brought Baker. And everybody's <laughs> like, what's going on here? Like, what what is going on? Uh, and, yeah, they just kept hanging around. For some reason, the Raiders are scared to score points or can't score points. Hell's wrong um, with those guys? The, the Raiders' defense played a hell of a game yeah. all up until that last drive of the game when Baker got the ball back on the two-yard line. Two-yard line. And they had to score a touchdown. And, Wasn't yeah. it like 90 seconds or something insane like that. It was that. like a minute 30 minute on 30, the two-yard yeah. line. <laughs> and, and even at that point, the Raiders were winning by six. Yes. So I still felt good about it. I'm like, well, that was a that was a sweat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. No, it, Just giving them go rocks. Baker's the goat. Yeah. On, <laughs> Baker's the goat doing oh, goat things. you're killing me. Yep. You're killing me with that. Yeah, buddy. He, he busted us there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some hits here yeah. because this is probably, you know, obviously a little more impressive than something uh, we like to talk about a little bit more. Yeah, you smacked a pretty insane parlay, player prop parlay. Yeah, player prop parlay that I gave you guys. It was uh, Najee Harris under sixty three and a half yeah, yep. uh, yards. He only had thirty three. We knew that that Baltimore defense was just going to be a yeah. little bit too much for him, and they're kind of trading carries. So I thought that sixty three yep. and a half was just a little bit too high for him. The other one is. Travis Etienne under 56 and a half yards, again, going up against a very, very good Tennessee Titans defense. Yep. In that Jacksonville backfield has got a little clustered 
in the back half of the season here where they're giving other guys a little bit of reps to keep ETN a little bit healthier. Yep. Um, and then the last one we just knew. We knew this was going to hit Jared Goff over 250 yards. We knew that he's going to ball out against that Minnesota defense. He did. Hit over by 80 yards. <laughs> we knew that he was going to fly over it. Easy. Having 330 yards on the day, only needed to get over 250. Put those together for 20, won 100. That's that's a lock right there. Got to like that. Hey, before we let everyone go, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the Cardinal Pale Ale. What do you got going on over there? You know me every week. Taco the Taco Vesa, Vesa by <laughs> Nebraska Brewing Company. Can't argue the Taco Vesa. It's so a good. Beer. It's good. It's crisp. All right. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, the Parlay Pounder. You gotta be back. This is Where's the Line? We're gonna give you all the betting lines. Oh, yeah. And we got a pretty fun little Saturday cooked up here. We do. Let's dive right into it. Yeah, yeah. We got a high noon kickoff in Minneapolis. Yeah. The Colts are traveling to play the Vikings, where the Vikings are a four-point favorite. This game's going to be on the NFL Network. Once again, that is a high noon kickoff. Yeah, I mean, right now, Andy, momentum is not the word for either of these teams. (laughs) You know, the Vikings were picked apart by Detroit last week. Minnesota's in a perfect spot, though, for a bounce-back win, and I, I believe so. that they're the better team, mm-hmm. considering it's a 7-1 you know, and one and it's straight up in its last eight home games. So yeah. I do believe that they win this game. I, I kind of got them running away with this one just because the yeah. Colts are kind of on a you know a downward spiral right now. The, you know, they're kind of yeah. up high the first, the first game Jeff Saturday did. Now it's kind of just been a lull. They don't really know what to do. They don't really know how, yeah. you know, how they look, what their identity is. Yeah. under this new coach or whatever. So my final score predictor is the Vikings 30, Colts 17. Yeah. Vikings kind of run away with this one at home. Yeah, just like you said, the Minnesota Vikings can defend home, and there's actually a lot of um, history out there where when an interim coach steps in, especially yeah. a former player, for sure. they win that first game. Yeah, it's it's momentum. It's, yeah. it's this win is fun. For the skipper. This is fun. Yep. Yeah, kind of stuff Us like against that. the world. Yeah. And then reality sets in, and I think the Colts are feeling that reality right now. They are three games below. They are 5-8 and eight against the spread this season. I think it's just going to get worse. Yeah. I, I, I like Minnesota in a big way. I've been on Minnesota all season. Oh, yeah. I get it. They have flaws. Okay, their defense, woo. Yeah. Okay. But they got a great offense. And what's the NFL about? It's scoring points. Scoring points. And and that rolls into my best point of this game, Andy. Best point. You know, uh, while targeting that over (laughs) is intriguing, Andy, you know, just because the Minnesota Vikings, the over under is at 48. Uh I am kind of sidestepping that because the Colts have only scored over 19 points. Yeah. Just once in their last seven games. So I am sidestepping that. You can bet the Minnesota Vikings total points over 26.5 right now at a minus 116 bet. I really like that for the Vikings to score at least four touchdowns in this one, get over that 26.5. So I like that little nugget right there. I do too. Get out there and find that. And yeah, the the overall, uh, and I'm seeing 48.5 on a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Indianapolis can't hold, hold up their end of the bargain. No. They can't no. do it. So just stick with Minnesota, their high-flying offense, and the Colts that are just down. I agree. They are down right now. 
All right, let's do another Saturday game, yeah. shall we? NFL. This is going to be a 7-15 kickoff once again on the NFL Network. Funny how ne- NFL Network does that, like, oh, no college? We'll go ahead and take Saturday. We got then. Saturday now. All day Saturday. <laughs> we got you covered. Don't worry about it. And the night game, of course, is the Miami Dolphins playing the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Bills, a touchdown favorite. Yeah, Andy, and I think this is probably right on track. Miami yeah. made an early season statement by beating Buffalo 21-19 to <clears throat> in yeah. Week 3. Yep. And guess what? Josh Allen remembers. Sean McDermott remembers. Yeah. They need. They are sitting there saying, we are the AFC. We are the yeah. one seed. We beat everybody. Got you at home. We got you at home this time. Mm. We're, I, I think this might get over a touchdown. I'm predicting yeah. them to win by at least 10, 17 to 27 yeah. Bills. Uh, I really like it. That is my best bet. The Bills by seven. Oh, you know I get pretty shaky when we get a touchdown oh, yeah. <laughs> spread in the NFL. However, I a lot of I agree with a lot of the points you're making. How is the Bills' defense? Are they getting healthier? Yeah. They, I are mean, they? I think they're just— they're, they're not Minnesota Vikings' defense. No, they're they, not. They got a squad over there. They do. Uh, and their offense might even be better. No, I, <laughs> you know, it just the players better for sure. And Tyreek Hill, he is, he is one of the best receivers. You cannot you, argue with you that. You can't argue with it. But I think the Bills uh, have the dogs to run with them. I think they're going to smash them at the line and have somebody over the top every single time. They saw, they watched last week too. They know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Then they've already played them. But like you just said, Andy, the play of uh, Tagovailo is obviously going to make a huge impact on this game. He's coming off one of his worst performances of the season yeah. and now has to face this Bills team that has posted the seventh best pass defense rating in the NFL. Um, I, I, re- I really like the Bills here. They only allow <laughs> nine and a half yards per completion, okay. which will lower that Tyreek standard. Uh, what about that over-under? Did, 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 did you say anything about that? I'm looking at 43 and a half right now. A lot of money going in on the over, of course. Yeah, um, my prediction that I have right now is at 44, Andy, so it's <laughs> um, it's right there. Maybe, um, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I would probably <clears throat> do the over if I had to do it, just because these teams are so dynamic. And if I had to do it, I'd go under. Buffalo, out, nine out of the last 11 games they have hit that under, and I think they un- unfairly get bet up. Like they that do. line gets elevated because of Josh Good teams Allen. Get bet up, yeah. Good yep. teams get bet up. They do. And Buffalo, they're only two and five. Their last seven against the spread overall. Yep. Oh, I just they take a- weeks off. It seems, they, but they really do. Yeah, but this one they're going to be up for this one. There I we go. Do agree with you on that one. All right, so we uh, Saturday night. There we go. Should we run out to Las Vegas? Let's do it. The Apex. Hosting another UFC fight night. Yeah. Middleweight bout, number three contender versus number seven, right? I believe yep. it was Jared Cannonier taking on your boy, Sean Strickland. And it's looking like a coin flip right now. This is a coin flip. Yeah, these yeah. are, like you just said, Andy, these are two of the best in the division. Yep. Both contenders. Both Nobody wants to see these guys. Neither one of them, you know, yeah. in the division. On paper, both Cannonier and Strickland possess a lot of the same identical physical attributes. There's yeah. barely nothing uh, between reach, height, weight, anything on yeah, these the guys. measurables. These, these guys forget it. are equal. These guys are equal. Yep. The one thing about it, though, is the killer gorilla, Cannonier, has a better knockout rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Strickland Tarzan has a better grapple rate. Yeah. So 
Classic. Speaking of these classic, you know, fight yep. styles or whatever, both Puncher athletes versus are, wrestler. Yeah. But you know what? Strickland isn't not a striker, though. He is still a very good striker uh-huh. in his own right. But I believe what this comes down to is that Strickland can use his upper hand in grappling, especially after coming off the knockout loss to Pereira that he just got stone cold. He's going to keep Cannonier. everybody out. I know, but he's going <laughs> to he's going to keep Cannonier at an at, at a good pace, at a good reach, okay. and try and keep him away from him from that one shot knockout power. I believe he's going to try and get Jared on the ground and I believe that's where he wins. Unanimous decision for Sean Strickland. And just off the takedowns. Just he's yep, going to grapple like, him. I think yep. it's probably going to go the entire way. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. I don't think anybody's going to get knocked out here. I I just like Sean to win this one, taking him to the ground. All right. Well, I mean, we talked NFL. We talked UFC. Should we talk some NCAA basketball? Let's do it. And this is a matchup I think everybody's talking about, right? yeah. I mean, we're talking T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. Yeah. The K-State Wildcats are hosting the Nebraska Huskers. Yeah, Andy. And Yeah. Yep. Hey, I'm going down to this game. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. But uh, like you said, the Kansas State Wildcats will host the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Uh, the, the Kansas State Wildcats are rolling right now. They're nine yeah. and one. Yeah. Uh, there's no line set for this game uh, yet. I believe that they'll be a five to seven point favorite, if not That's more. It? I just Nebraska been playing good and mm-hmm. hanging. They just took the number one team in the nation. I know. to overtime I, I, and had hey, very very good chances to win that game. They did. They a had foul their shots. here, a, a free throw here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they're not a bad team. No. I have to change my racket on what I said at the start of this season, Andy, that Nebraska will be the <laughs> Nebraska of old. They still have to prove it and beat teams. Right. But Well, they beat number seven. Great. They beat number seven. They they beat the likes of, you know, a couple other guys. Uh, uh uh, Boston College, Florida State. Florida State you know, was a win. S- stuff yep. that you know we're not used to seeing. And like we just said, took Purdue into overtime. They're ranked number one in the nation. Yeah. But uh, Kansas State just seems like a little bit of a different thing. They have this kid, Keontae Johnson, averaging over 17 points a game, Yikes. six rebounds. This, oh this guy is just a playmaker. The word out of the Big 12 is that Kansas State is trying to uphold the Big 12 title with Kansas Jayhawks. It's a two-horse race. Yeah. I mean, if you're just looking at the power index here from ESPN, they have an 80% to win this game. Nebraska has a 20% chance. Uh, All I'm trying to do is pack that house, yell Go Big Red, and keep us in it. I'm going to be tuned into this one because uh, I had a, a fun little time last year with the the Husker bas- men's basketball team. Yeah. Uh, just betting on them to cover. For sure. And this might be one of those spots where everything you just said is true. Yeah. And everyone's thinking, oh, it's it's in Kansas City, so it's going to be all purple. That might not be the case. That might not be the case. Uh, Nebraska like, travels pretty well. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, folks from Nebraska live in Kansas City. Yeah, for sure. And they're going to get an opportunity like that. So I don't know if the home uh, court advantage is going to be as much as maybe it's inflated to be. Well, in, in the Kansas State fans, they still have a football game to worry about. They're That's still true. playing against Alabama. Yep. So they might not care about going to Kansas City to watch to go the— go beat, beat up Nebraska. Go, go Big Red. Who, who cares? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. just one— other nugget that I kind of want to throw out there: Kansas State is seven and three against the spread this season, compared to Nebraska's just five and six. Yeah. So the ATS record definitely favors the the Kansas State uh, Wildcats, but uh-huh. they will be a huge favorite in this. So yeah. if I had to do it, if it gets up to ten points or somewhere around there, go with the Cornhuskers to cover.
I'm I'm all over that as well. I don't care that Kansas State is a half a foot taller average <laughs> across the board. Or per- their guys <laughs> average five or six points more. No. Uh that's you, where Purdue scrappy. that's where Purdue got Nebraska last week with, for sure. Uh, just their height and overall length and size. No doubt uh, about it. Uh, down the stretch, but the Huskers had them on the ropes. They had them on off. the ropes. And the only reason Purdue is ranked number one is because they're just the best of what's left. Everybody else went down in front of them. Yep. They squeaked out a win against Nebraska. So yep. they just kind of undefeated. Yep. They and they, hey, that's what the name of the game. They deserve it. So let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football and football World Cup. There you go. Contest needs. There's the horn, so we're right on time. There he goes. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. Welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Classen. Joined by Jabron. The Parlay Pounder. You got it. Now, we got a full Saturday yeah. of college football. One of the last yeah. college football Saturdays. So little bowl mania. Yeah, little bowl mania. We better get wild. We better Let's get crazy it. with Let's here. Let's do it. Let's get nuts. Let's start bright and early. <laughs> and one of the meccas of college football, that's Fenway Park. The Fenway Park. <laughs> the Fenway Bowl. Cincinnati taking on Louisville. And the Cardinals are a two-point favorite. That's a 10 a.m. kickoff yeah. on ESPN. So you better get up bright and early if you're going to get it all in. Right. Uh, Cincinnati will be, you know, without longtime leader Luke Fickle. Yep. We know he took the the job in Wisconsin. On yep. the other side, Louisville Scott uh, Satterfield has decided to accept the job behind, uh, you know, left behind by Fickle and joined Cincinnati. So it's Weird. pretty wild. It's Weird. unclear whether Satterfield will finish out the season with the Cardinals or not. Um, you know, what it, a mess. Regardless of the coaching edge here, Andy, if there is one, the the. <laughs> The Bearcats average twenty seven point seven points. They're not gonna. They're not gonna not know how to score points. Right. Just because that. Fickle is gone for one game, yeah. I really think that Cincinnati should be favored in this game. Uh-huh. Uh And I really think that they that they will win automatic. Um, you know, eventually. They'll cover. They'll so win. I really like Cincinnati to win this game. So if you can get them at plus points right now, jump on it. Uh, I think it'll be a pick em when it comes to down to it on Saturday. I might have to agree with you on this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some of these score predictors and models that I'm looking at, they even have the Bearcats winning by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that definitely so, could happen. I just think it's bigger news that Luke Fickle left, so yeah. that's what everybody's kind of clinging to. For sure. Another little tidbit here, the Bearcats, they're only 3-8-1 and one against the spread this season. Yeah. That's... You know, yeah, no, uh, it's it, gives not the you, best. Gives, it gives you uh, somewhere to pause, but I guess the head man that's responsible for that, he's not he's there gone. anymore, he's gone. Yeah. So, roll, <laughs> roll, bear cats. Yep, um, take and, the two points and run with it. Yeah, why not? And it's in New York. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh would be fun. It would be fun to go there, Well, though. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, okay. Fenway Park. Oh, my God, yeah, the Green Monster. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Not Yankee Stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they play 
football there too every now and then. <laughs> it's just yeah, the the rivalry got me all. Yeah, I got you. Goofy here. No, it's all good. All righty, let's uh, talk about the Las Vegas Bowl. Okay, that is a one fifteen kickoff on ABC. Florida taking on Oregon State. Oregon State had a really fun season. Yeah. And they find themselves a 10, 10 and a half point favorite here. Wow. Um, I believe Oregon State's probably correctly priced, you know, as, you know, fairly as they can be just because they had such a good, you know, season. Nine and three. But the current line, I believe, is a little bit steep of a price, especially going up against an SEC foe in Florida. I think Florida has a shot to keep this one within. You know, a touchdown, as we do not expect Oregon State to gain too big of a margin without yeah. an elite passing game. Okay. Uh, I, I just don't I, – I don't I don't agree with it. I, I think the Gators cover you, this one. Maybe not win the game, but I do think they cover. You are in a minority here. I'm sure I am. 80% of the money is going in on Oregon State There we right go. Now. And, you know, I like to go the opposite of where yeah. all the public money's going. Yeah. Oh, no, I have to agree with you again. Yeah, I kind of like, like the Gators uh, covering here. They're only 6-6 six and six on the season, 7-5 against the spread. Oregon State, though, they're 10-2 and two against the spread. Yeah. You know, kind of like we talked about the Buffalo Bills and teams like the Kansas For City sure. Chiefs where they get bet up so they don't always cover. Yeah. I think Oregon State's on the opposite end of that. Yeah. Uh, they were getting conducive lines they to were. cover. For and they, sure. And they had a great season. So they did. Tip your uh, cat to the Beavers. That, that 53 over over under Andy, I just I don't like that either. I don't think there's going to be that many yeah. points scored in this game. Yeah, who's going to score them? Like, yeah, I believe that this pretty much ends up twenty four to twenty, you know, in favor of Oregon State, which doesn't even come close to that fifty three. So I am going with my under is one of those best bets of the weekend. Really? in this game. Okay, and I might just like Florida money line. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, a straight bet there. Uh, Florida four and one against the spread their last five games. I like what they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, all right. Well, we kind of agree there. There we uh, go. Taking the Gators, SEC, SEC. Yeah. <laughs> Just think they're a little bit better than they're getting credit for there. <laughs> all righty. So, uh, let's talk about SMU yeah. taking on BYU in the New Mexico Bowl. Yeah. Uh, that one's also on ABC, 630. And SMU's a four and a half point favorite. The Mustangs. Yeah. The Mustangs. Uh, I'm sorry to say, I think the bookie has it wrong again. Uh, the odds <laughs> yeah. points to be, you know, the odds point to this being an evenly matched contest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I am giving the edge to BYU due to its defense. On top of allowing nearly 40 uh, more yards per game, the New Mexico Bowl opponent uh-huh. SMU surrendered the tenth most points in the nation this season and has allowed 59 plus points in two of its last four games. This is going to be a shootout. I believe that BYU gets the edge there with it being a shootout, 45 to 35. Take the points for BYU, and that that over is hitting. The over is hitting. Yep. Yeah, you you are in the minority here uh, on a couple of things here. Um, a lot of people betting that under because it's so inflated. Yep. Um, but I also, you know, I don't like to go where the public money's going or the majority of the money's going. I like to hit that. So I'll probably go with the over here. Well, this is sitting at 64 and a half, is it right now? Um, and you don't like the favorite either. You don't like I, SMU. You I like don't. you like the Cougars. I like the the Cougars oh. in a shootout. But for sure, my my safest bet is 
taking the you know taking the, the four and a half points yeah, yeah. for BYU and hitting that over at sixty four and a half because I believe this has chances yeah. to get to eighty points, not just seventy, <laughs> but to eighty points. So I am going way over that sixty four yeah. and a half. Yeah. And the the Cougars are covering at four and a half. I believe it's probably a touchdown game. At the end of this, so I'm um, on board. I'm on board. Let's brother. go, Cougars. I, I think I think BYU could win outright, and I think they probably will win outright. Yeah. Once again, I think the odds makers have this one wrong. I I disagree with this line. Yeah. And I think the Cougars should win. Let's see here. I just saw a little tidbit. One to share. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was just oh, I was talking about SMU. Yeah, two and eight against the spread. Yeah, very in the last bad. Ten games, very bad this. Give me a break. Against the spread, very bad this year. And that SMU's defense is just terrible. They are atrocious. Yeah. Yep. The only way they win games is by outscoring, outscoring them, getting and to forty five, getting to forty seven, forty five, getting to forty seven. Yeah. You know all that kind of stuff. So back BYU to come out on the right side of this probable shootout. That over's hitting and take the points for BYU. Little tidbit here, Andy. A little bowl history. SMU and BYU have met head to head on the football field three times, and it's the Cougars have emerged victorious each of those matchups. The last one coming in '97, though. <laughs> there you. <laughs> so how relevant? I don't know. Yeah, you never know uh, when you see those colors. You... But, but I mean, I'm going with the trifecta too. I'm taking Brigham Young to win, to cover, and yep. smack that over. I agree. <laughs> All right, so. Should we wrap it up with, uh, I mean, we can't talk football without ta- talking Texas. Can't I mean, just get to te- Texas. Texas. Get football. to Texas. All right, North Texas taking on Boise State yeah. in the Frisco Bowl. That's in Frisco, Texas, on ESPN, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. kickoff. Yep. Boise State, heavy favorite, 10 and a half. Yeah, Andy. Uh, it's even got up to 11 in some places. North Texas has had a solid season. In Conference USA. Well, yeah, they're in a bowl game. But the Mean Green had minimal, and I will stress minimal, success <laughs> against FBS-level yeah. opponents in its non-conference portion of its schedule. Losses to SMU, UNLV, and Memphis early in the season. Uh, you saw God, North Texas aren't even al- that good payday. allow 48 points, 58 points, and 44 points to those teams, respectively. Uh, those, outco- those outcomes proved you know, or foreshadow that they're going to be a very lopsided uh, underdog here to take on uh, Boise. Boise on the other, uh, other, uh, other end of that offense rallies on a heavy rush attack. Uh And it, you know, given that UNT allows 186 yards per contest, this one, I believe the Broncos are going to have their way in this matchup, run the ball very well against them. And uh, I, I just believe that, Boise will be smacking that, getting that 11 points, that 10.5 points, probably in a little bit of a blowout. Okay, well, and this uh, this is an eye popper for you. 100% yep. of the money is going in on the over at 59.5 right yes. now. And, I mean, if I'm hearing you right, you're thinking the Broncos are going to use a run-heavy offense. Is that going to take away some possessions here I, and limit I, that? I do agree with that. Uh, I, I think – no, I don't don't agree you with that. You think the over is going to hit? I think the under is going to hit. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. The under will hit. I agree with you on that because Boise State, I believe, probably wins this. Probably, I don't know, thirty-five to zero, thirty-eight to zero, thirty-eight to seven, something like that. Andy, you know, it, they're just going to run it, run it down their throat, keep on running it, and that time, yeah. that clock is going to tick, 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 tick. And North Texas, uh, I. 
they're only seven and six. And if you're going to lose to the likes of UNLV and Memphis, you know, and go up a division, of, of why course. not? Why not make it worth your while for your pocketbook as well, and just go lose to Alabama and Georgia and, yeah. and take home, you know, two mil now. Is that the going rate? Yeah. <laughs> to well, go that's up. what we pay people <laughs> to come beat us. Come, come in and pay us. Uh, but you know, caps off to everybody there, at least in a bowl game here. Yeah. Uh, but I, I once again, I'm going heavy with the Broncos of Boise State here across the board, even though. You don't have a moment to pause that this is in Frisco, Texas? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't matter to you? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> These guys don't have fans like, you know, yeah. uh, the yeah, Longhorns yeah. or anything, or I, I TCU. It. Yeah, it's, also, it's also worth <laughs> noting that North Texas has struggled mightily in postseason play. The Mean Green mean coming green. Have, come in having <laughs> lost their last five bowl games as a program. Each of the last four yeah. uh, defeats has been by 13, yeah. uh, 13 points plus. Just showing you that yeah. they, when they get to bowl season, they're playing a little bit upper echelon of right. teams. Right, right. Boise State in a landslide. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying my Cardinal Pale Ale, one of my favorite beers. What do you got going on over there? Obviously, always the Taco Vesa. Vesa. Goes down smooth, Nebraska (laughs) Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. Welcome to WTL. I'm your host, everybody, and D-Class, and joined by Jabron, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. And I'm just going to throw this teaser out there right now. (laughs) You got a parlay play after this slate. Yep, we got the NFL Sunday and Monday slate coming down. We got we got to have a parlay play for our listeners. Gots to. I gots, gots to have to. it. <laughs> I mean, we talk college football, yep. a little UFC. Now we're getting into some NFL primetime games. Let's do it. Let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs going down to Houston where they're a two-touchdown, 14-point favorite. Yeah. That's a high noon kickoff on CBS. Yeah, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> this 14 points, it's it's. It's crazy in the NFL to have more than two touchdown, uh, you know, line. But this is yeah. true. The Chiefs are world beaters right now. The yeah. best team in the NFL, probably yeah. playing against the worst team in the NFL yeah. in the Houston yeah. Texans. Yeah. It's important for the Chiefs to avoid looking ahead in this spot, uh-huh. especially after the Texans nearly pulled off the biggest upset of the NFL season. Um, you know, it, it just. I don't see any way that te- the Texans will be in this game, except for the Chiefs kind of come out and do their little thing. They do that thing. a lot. They and, do that a and, lot. And, you know, they they let people hang around, and yeah. then they just prove that they can beat them at the end. Mm-hmm. But I, I really don't see that the, this happening, Andy. I really think the Chiefs come out, get up by a couple scores, and kind of cruise. And cruise. And uh, I, I really just don't think the Texans have what it takes to even keep up with them or even score points anyways. So... I really like the Chiefs in this one. Wow. Um, my wow. best bet, though, Andy, there's a first quarter bet uh, for the Chiefs to be up by three and a half. I'm jumping on that. I think the Chiefs get up by probably 14 to 21 points yeah. in the first half. Okay. I like the three and a half points in the first quarter. Chiefs score on the first drive. That's, okay. that's money. It usually takes yeah. at least a couple drives for the Texans to even build a few 
yeah. first downs, let alone yeah. score. So I, down, I, I'm yeah. I'm going with that Chiefs in the first quarter bet, but Ooh. I'm I think I am going to stick a, stay away from that 14 points, yeah, Andy, because I have this I final score predicting at 31 to 17 Texans, which is right there on yeah. the line. Yeah. So um, I I'm staying away from that. I. I I'm thinking this is going to be vintage Kansas City where, the, yeah, like you're saying, they're going to jump out to a big lead, yeah, and then they're going to start pulling starters probably midway through the third quarter. For sure. And then Houston will be able to just chip away and, and get within 10, maybe 14 points. So yeah. I'm sidestepping that yeah. point spread as well. I like your first half nugget there you dug up there because I do think Kansas City is going to jump on them. Yeah, no, it, they're going to first quarter bet early. and it's it's going to be three and a half. I think that's easy. Kansas City's going to score on these guys on the first possession, probably yeah. a you know 35 yard bomb to Kelsey or you yeah. know one of those guys. So that is my best bet of the game. Yeah, and whether it's fair or not, Kansas City's only four and eight against the spread this season. For the sure. last twelve games, uh, just another reason fuel to the fire why you should maybe just sidestep that Chiefs win if you like that money line. But there's no value, no in value that in it. Money line, no nope. <laughs> minus eight hundred. I think I'm looking at uh, most books won't even give you one. Yeah. So, um, what about that over under? Did you touch that forty nine? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could. It, and there's worlds where it can hit, and most likely will. Like you said, though, I think they get up cruising, and I don't yeah. know what Houston can do yeah. to come back in it. So I am sidestepping that as well. If I had to lean, lean the over just because of Kansas City. All right. Well, let's flip the channel, catch the afternoon game. That's a 3.05 kickoff on Fox. And we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Denver Broncos. And believe it or not, everybody, believe it or not, <laughs> Denver is favored. The Denver Broncos yeah. let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. <laughs> Three-point oh, favorite here. Here we go. Okay, I'll Woo. give you the reason why they are favored. <laughs> Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray has torn his ACL. Yeah. He will be out of this game. Yeah. Colt McCoy will be. Yeah, it is sad. It is yeah. sad. But Colt McCoy will be the starter. He has played yeah, he did look pretty bad. well in yeah, limited action bad. this year. Um, the 36-year-old has completed 69.4 of his passes for 702 yards. Uh, on the other side of that coin, Wilson had to leave the game late uh, against the Chiefs because of a concussion. His status is something worth monitoring through the week okay. to the game. He, you know, Who knows if he, he'll be able to pass protocol. Yeah. The one thing I am for sure on this game, Andy, You're best sure. bet, under 36.5 points. It is so low, but these <laughs> these guys will not score points. No. If Russ is starting, they are not going to score this many points. Yeah, I have the Cardinals winning this game seventeen to fourteen. <laughs> take the Cardinals, take the under. You Let's like ride. The, so Let's you ride. Think the wrong team's favored. I do think the wrong team's really? favored. The Broncos are garbage. You're taking Hot Colt McCoy. Garbage. I'm Colt taking McCoy. Colt McCoy, and I hate him. Horns down. Yeah, but the Broncos do not score. No, they don't. Cardinals have pieces to score, a veteran quarterback that is not going to make mistakes. Okay. And it, it, I, just, I don't like taking the Cardinals. I don't think it's a great play, but I know that under is going to hit Andy no matter who wins. Oh, it's just so low. Uh, but, the, yeah, there's no reason to believe that that could, you know, should go over. Uh, but you know what? Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Denver Broncos are going to cover Uh-oh. that three. Um, they're at home. They got to win sometimes, somehow, and this is a pretty good spot. Yeah. You know, I we, we follow a lot of you know people around Nebraska and yeah, Husker yeah, yeah. Twitter handles, and someone tweeted last week when Colt McCoy <laughs> entered the game. 
I can't believe he's still in the league. Yeah. It seems like he's been in there forever. He has been. Meanwhile, Ndamukong and Sue still in the league. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, you know, so like. Yeah, well, he just got back into the league. Right, yeah. right, right. And it looks like he might get back to the Super Bowl. I think he's probably going to. <laughs> so so good for Sue there. But, yeah. all right, that's a fun little uh, toilet bowl type of game that yeah. we disagree on. I'm taking the home <laughs> team to, to cover as the three-point favorite. No matter what, go with that under. No matter what. <laughs> and I'm going to sidestep that. That is so low for an NFL game, even though this is two. Teams su- are terrible. I was going to say suspect offenses, but yeah, uh, yeah. terrible is a little more cut and dry. There you go. There, there you go. All right, let's uh, move on to Sunday night. There we go. Primetime matchup here, NFC East, the Giants taking on the Commanders, and the Commanders are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a kickoff at 720. Yeah, Andy, and uh, I don't know if I like the four-and-a-half. I would much rather see this game at three for the Commanders. Okay. The Giants and Commanders yeah. played to a 2020 tie yeah. when they last yeah. met in Week 13, but I, I think I, I like the Commanders to come out on top here uh-huh. at home. I think they're the better team. I think they have the momentum still on their side, winning yeah. six of their last eight games. The Giants, on the other hand, have been uh-huh. you know an absolute free for all uh, after going. You know they started so hot, they, and there's only one way to go when you have a start of a season like that. Well, it's th- down. It is, but it's you can't be going one four and one after you start hot. That's what they've done. They've yeah. only won one game since that hot start. I believe bet the Commanders. My 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 better bet is just taking the minus two hundred money line for the Commanders. Uh-huh. I don't like taking the four and a half to five points. Yeah. I think it's going to be a field goal game. Take the Commanders to win. Maybe take the Giants to cover that five or four and a half wherever you get it. I'm going to upgrade that from a maybe to a take the Giants. They're okay. seven and three against the spread. I know they're in a free for all, but they're not when we're talking covering. And they're off that key number of three, three and a half. It's up to four, four and a half. Yes. Um, and in and, a divisional game, they're going to keep yep, it close. Yep. That's yep. what I'm saying. If you can get it at five, get it at five, four and a half. Oh, I'd love prob- that. I'd love that. Four and a half, probably still going to cover. Yeah. Like I said, the Commanders squeak this one out at the end. Uh, this over under Andy forty and a half. Is I that what you're looking at? Know, forty and a half. You. I, I just don't know what to do here because that's right. That's right. That, that's where they tied. It, that's where they tied. <laughs> that's it's a half game. point. A half point higher than when they tied. <laughs> so I, I do think they got it set right. I do lean on Obviously. the over. I lean on the over in this game just because I think that they're going to score a little bit more. Right. Um, so I'm going with the over in Washington Commanders to win the game, Giants okay. to cover, if you can cover all that. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. It. Yeah, cover all that, folks. I know. I, <laughs> Giants to cover, uh, Washington, though, to win. All right. There we go. And uh, the over-under, too close to call. There so you go. Just sidestep it. Yep. Let's move on to Monday night. Yeah. The high-flying L.A. Rams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> going up to Green Bay to take on the Packers, where the Packers are a full touchdown, seven-point favorite. That's an 8-15 kickoff on ESPN. Yeah, Andy. LeBron, where are you at with yeah. this one? <laughs> the Rams narrowly avoided losing their seventh straight game in Week 14. Ridiculous. But they're still decimated by injuries on both sides of the ball. The GOAT, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> is starting. <laughs> it, I don't think God. he's the answer under yeah. center, especially with few healthy options at his disposal. It's been a bumpy season for Aaron Rodgers, but he is the actual GOAT in this game. Right. Uh, I really think you just got to hop on the Packers here. Six and a half points, I believe, under a touchdown is easy money. They win by a touchdown or even more go with the Packers. What if it gets up to seven and I'm seeing seven? 
some places. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. If it's at seven, I like it. They're going to win by more than seven. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, they should. They should. They should. Uh, but <laughs> No, I, I, just, I just like the Green Bay Packers to come out and kind of show them who's boss here. Uh, the Rams are going to be, I think Baker's going to come into this one a little bit overconfident, yeah. start showing those mistakes that he's shown in recent years. Um, I really like the— uh, I just woke up feeling <laughs> dangerous, brah. <laughs> the, the Packers' defense is going to wake up feeling dangerous yeah. on Monday. All so right. I really All like right. the Packers to win, win by a touchdown. Mm. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, over under at 39 and a half, you're thinking over. I'm thinking over. Okay. I think I knew, the, it. I knew it. The Packers will score points, and yeah. then I believe the Rams will chip in 10, 14 points. Packers are to due add for a good it. win, aren't they? Especially they are. at Lambeau Field. Especially this at Lambeau. looks like a spot where they could get that and, done. And Rodgers is going to be looking to score points on Monday night. Yeah. You know, he's, oh, he's such God. a prima donna. Yeah. He yeah. loves the primetime games. Yeah. He's going to come out Monday, put jerk. up probably 35 points himself. You know, I'm speaking like a true Bears fan when I call him a jerk. <laughs> well, he is. You're, you're, you're speaking like a Panthers fan when you're saying, like, I don't know about Baker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've never seen him play before. Uh, all right, Mr. Parlay Pounder, do you have a parlay play? I do. All right, let's so hear it. I got three games that I'm betting here in the NFL slate. Minnesota Vikings to take down their opponent by minus four. I believe this is an easy... Vikings? Yep, Vikings minus four. New England going to win this game by... They are the point favorite. Uh, Who is it? Uh, Against the Raiders. Uh I believe they cover easily. I think they beat the Raiders when uh, at... Las Vegas, uh-huh. and then to round it out, I'm going with that under that I mentioned earlier. Cardinals, Broncos, under 36.5. I am putting all those together, 25 to win 148. Very good. Ooh, okay. It's going to hit. Just a three-legger. Just a three-legger. 20 to win 148. Yep, Cardinals, Broncos, under. Patriots by Easy. one. Vikings for Easy. And if you've been listening, he's been on a heater, folks. <laughs> you got to get on board with the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All righty. That'll do it for us this week. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok to receive all of our weekly free picks, short videos, and feature-length episodes. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks for listening. This has been WTL. WTL.